In light of all the cyber attacks we've been seeing in the healthcare sector, it's more important than ever to have a breach response and recovery plan ready to go. But many organizations are often left scrambling in the wake of an attack. I'm Marianne Kolbesek McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Joey Johnson, CISO of Premise Health, a provider of worksite healthcare services. Joey will be a speaker at the upcoming ISMG Healthcare Security Summit in New York City on November 1st and 2nd. Joey will discuss how to avoid the top mistakes that he thinks some healthcare sector organizations tend to make in their breach response and recovery plans. So now, Joey, when it comes to breach response and recovery, what is the number one mistake that you think some healthcare organizations are making and why? I think the biggest mistake is obviously a lack of preparation in general, but the biggest mistakes that I've seen is not learning from from the mistakes of our other colleagues, and a lot of organizations just have a lot of blind spots that they didn't know that they needed to be prepared for. And what are your suggestions for how these organizations can begin to make improvements in their breach response and recovery plans? What's your top advice? You know, I think the biggest thing is to look at this similar to how a mature organization is going to look at business continuity or disaster recovery, right? These are plans that you have to, they they have to be living evergreen documents and you have to test them. I think the biggest thing that's missing so many times is organizations not testing these things out. You know, traditionally, if you test a disaster recovery plan, you learn things every time you try to recover your systems. Well, breach response and preparedness is really no difference. I think that organizations begin to learn as they go through these things who is responsible for which different pieces of of a breach response. There are internal components that are technical and which technical teams have to handle something. But then there's a whole other level of response that really goes to a leadership corporate level as to who's responsible for responding to media outlets, what's legal's responsibility, who gets to make the call as to when this is a breach and what and who to notify. There's a lot of little nuances in there and a lot of driving sort of governance and documentation on the legal and compliance side of an organization that can leave an organization bound to having to make decisions they didn't want to make just because they didn't forecast them coming. Joey, do you have any advice for how organizations can assess their response and recovery plans in advance to make sure they're covering all their bases rather than wait for after a breach happens and then they realize that they haven't gotten their act together? Absolutely. Again, it's test, test, test. An organization really needs to take the time to create a scenario, one that's relevant to their business. Again, things about that you might not necessarily think about. How how are your vendors and your partners related to this? How would a breach on their end affect you and your need to respond? What are the legal restrictions that you may have? What does your cyber liability insurance have to say about how you respond to these things and and what your capabilities and the ramifications of using them are going to be? So you really need to go through it and create a scenario and and literally sit down with the various stakeholders in your organization and, and step through it because as you go through that process, different players that hold different roles in the organization you're going to see light bulbs go off, and that's where you really begin to mature and refine this thing. But at the time when the breach happens is not the time to figure those things out. Now, Joey, as I mentioned, Premise Health is a provider of worksite healthcare services for employers to offer to their workers. Are there any special challenges that that presents to you when it comes to your own breach response and recovery programs, and how have you tackled that? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think the thing that's most unique about an employer-sponsored healthcare environment 
is that in traditional healthcare, there's a lot of governance from OCR and, and other, you know, governing bodies. But in an employer-sponsored world, you have this sort of third leg of governance, which comes from your clients. They govern how you handle their, their employee data or their, the, the patient data. They audit us against it. So all of that creates this whole other level of accountability that we have to deal with. In the case of, obviously, breach response, there is this whole extra tier that we have to work with with our clients, whether and how far we are going to let them participate with us forensically, whether and how far we are going to have to communicate with them in advance of communicating with regulatory bodies. Our, our contracts have some things to say about that. I mean, ultimately, we are our client's advocate and want to work with them, but certainly it does provide other challenges um, and nuances that you have to work through, which is why I say you know, the incident response planning, it has to be specific to your business. If you've gone out and picked up a boilerplate template, it's not going to get you where you wanted to land when the green light goes to red and you have to do something about it. And finally, Joey, as we look ahead to 2017, any predictions about the top cybersecurity challenges that you think the healthcare sector will be facing? I think that obviously ransomware is, is getting a lot of attention, and we're starting to see that play out in, in other ways where, where ransom is being parlayed into different attack vectors. So not just encrypting data, but in, in recent denial of service attacks, organizations leveraging, hey, I'm going to launch a denial of service against you unless you pay. So that's obviously some kind of new vectors that we're seeing popping up. But I tend to be of the mindset that an organization can be best prepared by understanding their environment and understanding their data constructs because you know, the storm of today will not be the storm of tomorrow. And, and if you build your, your defenses and, and your risk management planning around you know, protecting yourself from a, of a cyber tornado, uh, that's not going to help you much when a, when a cyber tsunami or, or a cyber drought hits or an earthquake, right? Those are all very different beasts. And so an organization really, really needs to understand, you know, what their controls and what their structures look like that are unique to them to be able to do proper risk management planning. And I think that most of the vulnerabilities and most of the exploits and attack patterns that are coming out, they're really just exploiting existing vulnerabilities for organizations that are soft targets, honestly. Thanks, Joey. I've been speaking to CISO Joey Johnson. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.